This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Rennie Pearson is uh, putting on a show at Bark at Dog With Two Tails uh, this weekend and we thought we'd take an opportunity to preview that show with Rennie. No stranger to us here at ORFM on the awesome morning show. Uh, before we talk about Rennie and his music, uh, let's hear some live to ear here in the awesome morning show studio. And live in the awesome morning show studio, uh, Rennie. Thank you. Um, well done for getting those fingers moving so bright and early in the morning. Oh, thanks, Jeff. That's always a challenge, uh, <laughs> but it's great to be back here and uh, on air or FM. Tell us about um, the song you just gave us. So that's one of my own songs, and 
Yes, that's one that I composed a little while ago while I was living in a, a terrible flat in Wellington, which was a great um, creative place, really. There was very little to do. My room was only big enough, really, to fit my bed, and I couldn't pull my chair out from my desk because it would bump into my bed. Um, and I was I was a bit depressed at that time, and someone took me uh, out into the Tararuas, and it was just like, I, I grew up, doing a lot of stuff in the bush, you know, hiking, camping, uh, all of that kind of stuff. And I hadn't done it for a while. I'd been trapped in the city and it was just a big breath of fresh air. And I kind of realized, you know, that's what you need to kind of stay healthy in your mind. And, and I just remember I was with my friend and I was up there and we'd just climbed up to the top of this hill. And I just thought to myself, and I said to him, I was like, the wind up here, it, it really just it has a different tune to it. It, it the whole um, melody of the of the air is is completely different out in in the bush, and that's where that song came from. Great to, to hear an original piece from you, um, Rennie, because you know you obviously present a lot of traditional music as well. We talked a little bit about that before, um, and at this show at the weekend on the twenty third at Bar- at Bark at Dog with Two Tails. I love the way you're describing this. Um, you're just going to play whatever you want. <laughs> So yes. can we assume it will be a mix of your own stuff? It and will be, stuff? yeah. So um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this show. Actually, it's it's something that I haven't done for a long time. Uh, as you as you say, my the show that I normally present is based around traditional music from Ireland, Scotland, and the Maritimes Can- Maritimes of Canada. Uh, you know, I tell stories about that and talk about the history behind the music. This particular show is pretty special because I'm going to be kind of drawing on all kind of corners of my repertoire which comes from all kinds of different places I've, I've got a quite an eclectic mix of interests and I've, I've I tend to go down deep rabbit holes of um, types of music and I listen to a very wide range as well particularly traditional music from other cultures but I'm also going to be playing a lot of my own stuff which is informed by a lot of that other stuff as well um, this Saturday so yeah it's going to be a, a whole new creative um enterprise for me i think the first time you and i met was when you were touring with uh, rob zelinski um doing a, a, a wonderful show and so that's part of your life too wasn't it the collaborations with others this is an opportunity at the weekend to showcase just you absolutely well i mean i guess yes you're right i was with traveling with rob and we were pres- um touring with his tour bay suite which is an amazing yeah. piece that he's um written and uh However, I've been doing a lot of stuff with duos over the years, but over the last year, I've been pretty much doing solo shows. Uh, and a lot of the reason for that is just, you know, about two years ago, I made the leap into full-time music. And uh, one thing that I found was, especially playing a very niche type of music, you know, traditional Celtic um, folk music, it's very hard to find other people that are want to kind of delve in in that same way so i found you know if i wasn't doing shows if i couldn't do a show by myself i couldn't make a living you know i have to be able to um do stuff by myself so i'm quite i'm quite used to performing solo but the only main difference is that this time i'll be uh really expanding the um the horizons of what kind of a repertoire i'm presenting to make a living from music, you have to play constantly, I imagine, and probably add some other strings to your bow as well, teaching and so forth. Um, I don't really do much teaching. I do a little bit, uh, like every year we have a couple of, like there's an Irish music school in Nelson, like kind of a, just a weekend um, 
it's kind of like a summer school except that it's not in the summer um, so I, I often teach at that and also we have some Scottish type things uh, like that as well around New Zealand and I'll teach at those kind of things like group lessons and I do do the occasional one-off one-on-one lesson but it's not really a big part of my um, day-to-day kind of thing it's mostly just touring and um, concerts when you're um, seeking inspiration for your own writing uh, is it tr- often for you in those kind of wilderness settings uh, out the, away from civilization it's a it's a mix I, I often find that uh, yeah nature inspires me I, I really like writing about nature because it's something that uh, everyone has some kind of a connection to um, in whatever way that is and also uh, it's never going to upset anyone right uh, not that I'm opposed to upsetting people but um, it's just a it's, it's a very warming topic that uh, is quite close to me and uh, I've I find great inspiration about about writing about that it moves me and making a living, as you say, for music, a brave step, well done, particularly in the middle of a pandemic over the last Thanks. couple of years. I mean, goodness me. You know, how have the opportunities been for you to play? You'd have to have been pretty, what's the word, nimble uh, at this time. Yeah, I, I have had to be quite nimble. Um, and, you know, look, it hasn't been too bad compared to other countries. We've been quite lucky here. However, um, yeah, again, you know, with a solo act, it's made it a lot easier to be nimble like that. You know, I can I can book shows without having to kind of have them organize a year in advance and stuff. And, and I can cancel them and it's not the end of the world. And I can kind of, yeah, I can even do like little show while I've been living in here in Dunedin. I've been doing like little one night shows where I'll just I'll just head off to a little small town within an hour's drive or two hours drive of Dunedin and then drive home that that night you know Uh, so it's quite I can be a lot more flexible how would you describe um, the environment for musicians who are kind of in the pocket that you are at the moment here in Ōtipoti I mean we've got the folk club is that a a space that you spend any time with other musicians is the you know is the the soil here fertile for people like you well i have to be quite honest here jeff i actually don't really know i don't really know anyone else that's kind of doing doing the professional music thing in the way that that i'm doing it like it's a kind of an unusual way of doing it like i'm kind of doing all my own promotion booking all my own gigs and stuff and um i've sort of crafted this little show i I don't really know of anyone doing uh uh, there's there's a few people that are established that are doing it and um and that's awesome. I do know a few others, but here in Dunedin, my main hangout is is the L Bar really with the traditional musicians um, who play down there on a Tuesday night. And um, I, I've gone along to the folk club a couple of times, but I wouldn't say that's my my kind of regular regular hangout. But yeah, in terms of um, other people kind of forging ahead to, to do the full time music thing, I. Uh, I think the way that I've approached it is somewhat unusual. Um, so I haven't met too many other people that have decided to kind of go down that that same route. Is that environment, that Elbar environment, um, the jam environment, is that important to you? Is it necessary for you? It's a, a 100% necessary outlet for, um, especially for just keeping up. Uh, well, it's it's traditional Irish music, right? So it's it's quite specific in what it is uh and i wouldn't even quite describe it as a jam like it's not 
we don't kind of really jam in the sense that we're kind of improvising or doing anything like it's a it's a repertoire of tunes that we go down and it will bring new tunes to the table each each night whatever um but it's it's pretty focused on um you know playing those tunes together and um drinking some beer and <laughs> all that kind of stuff yeah but it's a, it's a hundred percent necessary outlet I, I really enjoy it celtic music is in your blood uh, are there music from other parts of the world that you'd really love to explore that you haven't yet had the chance to? Yeah, well, there's especially a few that I I have had the chance to on some level, but it's kind of like with any musical tradition, the ocean is so deep, you know, right? One of those in particular is Indian classical music, uh, and I've been wildly obsessed with Indian classical music for about maybe five or six years now, or even longer. Uh, and I've always done, you know, played it a lot at home. I play the bansuri as well, the um, bamboo flute. And um, I've also played the harmonium, uh, which is what they use to often back up the, the vocal. And uh, yes, yeah, so I've done a lot of that, but I've never actually been over to India and, and really delved deeply into that. So that's something that I would like to look at, at doing at some point in the future. I'll probably be playing a little bit of that stuff on um, Saturday as well. Um, we're going to take some more music from you before you go, but uh, just before that, tell us, uh, uh, give us all the details of Saturday night. What do we need to know? Oh, yes. So Saturday night, Dog with Two Tails. It's at 7.30pm, uh, 23rd of July, and uh, the tickets are available from my website, uh, rennypearsonmusic.com. They're $20. Rennie, it's always great to catch up with you, albeit briefly. Um, tell us about what you're going to present for us now. Right, so I'm going to play something for you now on the wooden flute. And, uh, of course, during my show, I uh, play quite a, a plethora of different instruments. So we've just had two today, but that's, uh, you know, there'll be more on Saturday. I'm going to play you a ch- lovely waltz from Venezuela. And this is a tune called La Partida. And it's one that worked its way, like many tunes do, into the contradance kind of scene and became it kind of spread throughout the world being played for dancers it also even gets played uh, in ireland sometimes at sessions as a, as a waltz um so here we go beautiful waltz called la patita from venezuela Thank <laughs> you. 
talking about being nimble <laughs> amazing work Rennie Pearson thanks so much for joining us here uh, at Otago Access Radio just remember Rennie Pearson live in performance at Bark at Dog with Two Tails on Saturday night thanks for coming and joining us this morning thank you so much Jeff. this podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air